Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. Is that a Smashing Pumpkins lyric? Yeah, no, Off their hit album, Melancholy in the Infinite Sadness, their double album, I should say. That's just Billy Corgan just being upset at the state of anything. Do you remember when CDs used to sometimes where it would be like double CDs and you'd flip the front and they have to flip the back to get the second album? Alex, you're really old, but also, yes, I am too, so I know exactly, of course, what you're talking about. Yeah. Much easier to handle than double LPs. Uh, again, Alex, I know exactly what you're talking about. We are old. Yeah. Double cassettes. I mean, even though they're, cassettes are hip nowadays, I haven't seen double cassette at all. No, double cassette, I don't think I... Actually, that's not true. I think double cassettes exist. I want to say they're sort of like the Titanic VHS. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, <laughs> the, the, the box, yeah. Got double VHS. Monstrosity. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of, like, video games that come out, and they're, like, all, like, RPGs back in the day. They were, like, three discs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about the collection of Roots that my mom made me watch. Well, you're lucky. Child. Yeah. The seven VHS collection. Well, you're lucky, because that just put you ahead of the curve in whatever local uh, public school you went to, because Roots was pretty much essential watching. I feel and like I watched it in school too. Call it yeah. Alex Haley's Roots. Give it his proper name. <laughs> Alex Eschbach's Roots. Uh, Can you remake Roots? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm the right person to do it. <laughs> I've been saying it for a long time. I'm going to Castle Bar Burton still as the same role. <laughs> the two white heteronormative yeah. uh, men in this room definitely need to be in charge of remaking Roots. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to call it Roots and the Maytals. <laughs> oh, God. R.I.P. <laughs> yes, we did it. Anyway, this week we were talking about Walking Dead, The World Beyond on AMC. Yes. The um, first two episodes. The first two episodes. Uh, before we get into that, there's a couple things I want to address. There's some news first, but I've got something else on top of that. Okay. But first, let's address our news. Um, we've got a trailer for Invincible. What do you think? I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it looks very similar to the art style. In the book. It does, yeah. Uh, which I thought was great. It looks kind of anime-ish. They, uh, like they turned up an anime... Like they a, just a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's kind of tells took me Took Ryan Otley's art and yeah. just like turned up the anime factory. And like I thought they uh, made Mark look a little bit more Asian, which I think is fine, because his mom in the yes, book I always totally thought was cool. Asian. Yeah. Uh, and his voice actor, of course, speaking of The Walking Dead, uh, was Glenn in The Walking Dead as well, yeah. too. Uh, so I, I, I like that change. It's just, but pretty much everything else. And not really change like that. Adaption, I guess. Twist, modernizing. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, adaptation. That's fine. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, aside from that, it looks just like the book. And it looks it's violent like the book is. We saw a lot of cast characters. The voice cast is fantastic. Sandra Oh plays his mom. J.K. Simmons plays his dad. Uh, Seth Rogen's in it as well, too, I know. Because, of course, he is. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. making the live-action Invincible. Yeah. Oh, why did I know there was a live-action on top of this? Fuck yes, the world is so good right now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> truly. It's never been better. Um, DC today announced a two-month plan to introduce a ton of new uh, DC characters. And it might be, I don't know if it is in lieu of the current books. I think they might be starting a whole new slate of uh, DC shit. And I think that's kind of why they're doing this. But it's called Future State. Uh, there's going to be a new Wonder Woman from Brazil. 
Uh, Superman's son is taking over the helm of Superman. There's a new Batman that actually looks fucking badass. He's got a full mask. It's not a cowl. He's yeah, got yeah. a full black mask, which looks really dope. Um, yeah, that's all the stuff, the highlights that I remember from it. That's, remember, that's do you know anyone who's writing? Have they asked who's writing these books or anything? Uh, Joel Jones is doing um, part of the Wonder Woman. Uh, Bendis is still doing his Legion Superman. of Superheroes stuff. Yeah, so that, I mean, he's writing that, which has John in it. So if yeah. John took a Superman role, that Becky makes sense. Clunan's doing some Wonder Woman stuff as well. Is she writing or doing the art on it? Do you know? I don't know. I like her as a writer. Uh, her punch book was really fun, yeah. I thought. I don't, I don't remember anybody doing the, the Batman okay. stuff. Uh, I'm curious, like, I Batman am the best be. newsman yeah, in business. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious if like Batman's going to be one of the Robins or if it's going to be someone else or someone completely new. I feel like it's somebody totally new. Knowing you see it, probably remember reading it correctly. Probably Harley Quinn because you got to you know (laughs) you got to have at least nine Harley Quinn books and seven Joker books at one time. Yeah, that's I think that's the worst thing about Black Label ending is that I won't have nine new Harley Quinn books a month. Is it finally ending? That's the rumor with the the all their. New personnel taking over and people being like, go. Well, it was certainly all right while it lasted. Yeah, this is something we were talking about like later, but like what ended up being like the best like black label book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, I don't know we'll right do now. A definitive but yeah, yeah, yeah. ranking of black label stuff at some point. And I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, did you have any more news? I think there was some more stuff that happened, but I don't really remember. Nothing that big. I'm sure stuff got pushed back. Yeah, Six I, yeah, nothing really. Uh, the Invincible trailer was the the big thing. I think that was a big highlight for yeah. me as well. Yeah, nothing really new came out of New York Comic Con. I felt like except for that uh, season three, the boys are going to film early this year, like early twenty twenty one. They yep. announced, uh, but I think that's really it. Uh, oh man, I want to spoil the, the boys finale so bad, but I won't. Oh, by the way, I watched yeah. the boys finale. Hey, good you, choice. Alex and I were talking about what yeah. we watched earlier and. I did not tell him okay. I watched that. Is that um, it for the news? The old news to print? No, there's there's more um, shit that came out of Comic-Con. And I had it on the tip of my tongue. Ryan Otley's leaving The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, which, oh, that's a bummer. I know. I, I love his art on there. It's a fucking huge bummer. Yeah. Um, I'll throw it in when I remember it, if I do. Okay. It wasn't that big news. So okay. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Good. Anywho. Um, so before we get into our... Uh, October Walking Dead podcast, I did want to do a little bit of housekeeping. And by housekeeping, I mean Alex Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, we are going to clean the room that we're in right now. Alex's wife told us we had to, and we're going to do it uh, and just kind of talk to each other. So I hope you enjoy it. No, uh, I thought it would be fun to do a definitive horror movie villain ranking. Okay. Uh, so I've got eight horror villains here. Okay. I'm going to have you, and I'm going to do the same. We're going to put them in order from worst to best. Okay. Uh, and that's that. Okay. Uh, so here are going to be the horror villains. And Alex might end up pausing this so he can. No, I've got, I've got it locked down. He's got it yeah. on the top of his I'm head. actually the mentalist. That show is based on me. <laughs> um, so we've got Pennywise. The uh-huh. Dancing Clown. The, no, the punk band. <laughs> no, yeah. nope, we are not including any punk bands. Uh, so we're not going to talk about Broham is what you're telling me? <laughs> no. Uh, you got... You know the chorus of that song is bro, and then just with the O echoed out for a good 10 seconds. Bro! Yeah. 
Like well, know. no, I mean, it goes, oh, oh, oh. I mean, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's not the okay. right stuff. <laughs> All right, you got Pennywise, okay. you've got Chucky. Okay. Uh, Ghostface. Talking about John Gruden. <laughs> yep. Okay, and Ghostface from Wu-Tang. Who's next? I, you ruined my fucking yeah. joke, you son of a bitch. I even have it written down. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate you. Uh, yeah, I put, and they're Rizzo. I put Reagan from... The presidency and the California governorship. Yeah, or the one from The Exorcist. Uh, you can take your pick. Which one's scarier? I think we all know. Uh, Michael Myers, Jason, mm-hmm. Freddy. Of course, from the Shrek movies. Freddy from His Frozen <laughs> Custard. <laughs> yeah, Freddy's Frozen Custard. Mm-hmm. And Leatherface. And Jason Isabel. Uh, and Leatherface. Uh, is he a clothing Jason designer? Isabel? Mm-hmm. Is that is he related to Jason Isabel at all? No. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Leatherface, Freddy, Jason, okay. Michael Myers, Reagan, Ghostface, Killa, Chucky, and Do Pennywise. I rank from, like, how they scared me as a kid to, like, how much they would scare me now? However you want to. And okay. tell us why you ranked them that Okay. Way. That's fine. Uh, do you want to go ahead and start with your number eight? Uh, sure. Um, I put Chucky as my number eight because he okay. isn't real. Okay. Dolls aren't real. Uh, I want to put Reagan as my number eight because God's not real. Uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, Alex, the hot take on this podcast. Uh, for me, seven is Pennywise. Clowns don't need to be dancing; they need to be scaring children and stop dancing. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, number seven, Freddy, uh, because all my dreams are pleasant. So something he can do to me, and like he would just come to my dreams, he'd be like, "Oh wait." Your dream is at your uh, at a real big fish show, and we take off these claws, and I'm going to skank it with you in the pit right now. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, for me, Jason is number six. He's way too horny for teenagers, and I feel like it's a real <laughs> Me Too Harvey Weinstein kind of thing. Yeah, I'll I'm put not into. It. He's way too old at this point. I'll put Jason as my number six as well, just because I've I've aged out of his Target demo. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. And, like, if I see someone wearing a hockey mask, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you anyway. So I'm just going to just walk the opposite direction. <laughs> I've got uh, Freddy at, at my number five uh, because my dreams are way worse mm-hmm. than what I imagined he could <laughs> do. And not only that, reality is kind of terrifying. Yeah, that's right true, too. Uh, yeah, there's not Freddy 3 Reality Warriors. It's a whole different film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> reality Where are we at, number five? Uh, you're at number five, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put my number five as, let's see, I've got Mike Myers, Leatherface, Chucky. Uh, who am I forgetting? Ghostface. Ghostface. Uh, I mean, I'll put Ghostface number five, even though I feel like that's the most likely one, because I could see any of my friends and acquaintances wanting to murder me. Uh, any number of them. Uh, but I can't see two of them working together to do it. So, like, that's just why it falls apart for me. Yeah, that doesn't seem likely mm-hmm. at all. And that, that happens multiple times mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, my number four is Leatherface. Uh, he's way too obsessed with uh, that apron. Like, who cares if you get a little dirty and a little blood on you? Like, you're a murderer. I mean, come on. I mean, you got to give the guy credit just because he's, sure, he likes dismemberment and violence. But he also likes to look fresh while doing it. Like, he doesn't know. He might have a date afterwards and he might have to change quickly. He but- looks like he smells like piss. He's not Jason Bateman. You don't know he's not. <laughs> I guess Jace Bateman's not that tall. Uh, wait, no. What's his name? Patrick Bateman. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a weird pull. I was like pulling out Teen Wolf 2 out of there. but 
Oh man, I could have gone with that yeah. too. Yeah, Pat, he's not Patrick Bateman. Come yeah. on. Okay. He doesn't need to smell good. Yeah. He doesn't need to like Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, he probably has the same LPs. He owns several Genesis records. <laughs> yeah, after sports, it all just turned around, man. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> all right, you're on your number four, I think. Okay. Uh, my number four is going to be Mike Myers. Uh, there is just something unsettling about just him. Just someone just staring at you, standing still, whenever you look at that. Like, from wherever you are. Uh, it's just unsettling. It doesn't matter who that person is. If you just catch someone staring at you, not moving, and they don't look away, th- th- that's when you know, like, okay, this person is going to do me serious harm. That's fair. I like that. Um, I put uh, Michael Myers as my number three. Uh, and I said, you know, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, he probably should have stopped 20 years ago. Okay. Just cut it out. I know I'm forgetting someone. I have Leatherface, Chucky, and I have one more person. Ghostface. I said Ghostface. Pennywise? Did you put Pennywise on your list? I guess I didn't. I'll put Pennywise number three. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm talking Tim Curry Pennywise because that's the most terrifying version. Oh, I uh, agree. Yeah. Of Pennywise. Uh, and like if Pennywise is real, I wouldn't want him to come get me and come, and have my worst nightmares come true, which is give me millions of dollars Pennywise <laughs> without a single catch or attachment. <laughs> So if you're real, which he's not, but if he was, boy, that would be terrible. <laughs> uh, I had to change my ranking here because you fucked with my Wu-Tang joke. <laughs> uh, so my number two is Ghostface, and I put Killa because, I, of course, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said Wu-Tang Clan had nothing to fuck with. It's true. Yeah. Uh, killer bees are more terrifying than Ghostface. That was another Wu-Tang reference right yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I could add Candyman yeah. on here, too. That's but. true. Uh you got a lot of people on there. Like, yeah. you could have had, uh, what's head. his face? Dwight from The Office. Uh, <laughs> um, I have basically seen on his head. anyone that Billy Eichner's played in anything. <laughs> the Leprechaun. Uh, Just, I could have had Billy Eichner yelling at you on the street as a horror movie icon. My number two is Chucky because. Like, unsettling dolls still just are too much for me. And just, like, Children of the Corn, unsettling children was too much for me as well, too. Because, like, I don't like to talk to children these days still. Like, if (laughs) if kids talk to me and approach me, I literally just ignore them. (laughs) Uh, I put Chucky last because I don't want him to have power over me anymore. Uh, Because as a child, and this is true... I used to have a ton of nightmares about Chucky. Same here. Yeah, a fucking ton. Did you you watch New Child's Play? No, not until recently. Okay. Not until like less than five years ago. Okay. I'm saying the new one. Did you watch the new one with Aubrey oh, no, Plaza? It it's okay. Yeah. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked about my horror movie list earlier, and it's on my so list. So who would that make your number one? That makes my number one, even though we skipped your number two. That's fine. No, my number two is Chucky. My number two is Pennywise. Oh, yeah. My number no, two is Chucky. Fuck you. Uh, my number one is Reagan because children are scary. Children <laughs> are horrifying. No, Reagan's like someone you want to party with, okay? <laughs> like... Reagan. Puke and rally. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's 100% <laughs> who Reagan is. She knows party tricks to, 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 yeah. to get the crowds around. Uh, she's not going to be like, oh, sorry, I can't go out tonight. I've got church in the morning. Okay. Yeah. That, that's not Reagan. Uh, my number one is Leatherface because I've grown up in the South, so I've seen people like that in real life hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. So Leatherface is real, and he's not just one person. Yeah, if you... Yeah, Leatherface is legion. Alex and I live in a major city in in Oklahoma. Uh, If I were to travel to one of the uh, cities here in 20 miles in any direction. Yeah, that's not 
one of the other three, yeah. in my opinion, major cities, <laughs> yeah. I would be horrified. Real quick, what do you say are the three major cities? Oh, I've got uh, Oklahoma City, uh, Tulsa, and then Kingfisher. Because yeah, naturally. <laughs> Oklahoma joke. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Thanks for all of my one fan in Oklahoma. That joke's for you. Yeah, yeah. The, our, our one Kingfisher subscriber is like, <laughs> I'm telling my all my friends about this. Okay. We just got that whole town of eight people to listen Anyways, to the podcast. let's talk about why we're here today. Which is the Walking Dead world beyond. Oh, do we have okay. to, though? Do we really So, what's your history with the Walking Dead television series? Uh, I stopped watching because it sucked really bad. When did you stop watching? Uh, I think it was either a mid-season or a full-season break uh, around the time of The Governor. Okay, so you stopped around season two, three, or four around there. It was uh, three or four. Yeah. Okay. I watched the first two for sure. And it's either the mid-break in three or after three. Did you watch Fear the Walking Dead at all? Uh, I watched the first two episodes and just didn't like it. Uh, I watched up to season, I want to say maybe seven or eight of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead, I watched maybe to like season four uh, and I stopped. It's on season six right now. So maybe I stopped around season three. Uh, and then for the comics, we both read. We're not finished with the series right now. Uh, you read a lot, a lot more than I have. I read yeah. like the first five trades and there's like 40. Yeah, I'm reading the hardcover collected edition. I'm yeah. like 14 out of 17. I, right I did now. grab them because they are super cheap. So I'm gonna, I'm going to catch up. It's on my list of things to do. So the world beyond, The Walking Dead has planned for a bunch of like spinoffs now, like in that yeah. world. Uh, the world beyond is just going to be two seasons long. Uh, Which sounds fun. Yeah, and you would think that like I think that's a good idea. Like you tell these many stories. I think it's a fantastic. Uh, I think they're ten episodes like each, and that means that the pacing should be lightning quick for these. And that you should grow attached to the characters lightning quick. I'm saying this in theory. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what they should be. Uh, I will say I'm a little disappointed that for the first one we get for this, that we are in Nebraska. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we're The in Walking Dead takes place in Georgia. Uh, what should we call it? Fear the Walking Dead was more interesting in the beginning. It takes place in Southern California, like a major city. But then we go to, like, Mexico where it's deserted and all that as well. Like, I... If it was me, I wouldn't want to. See, I don't want to see like small town or small stateside Middle America. I want to see like New, New York. York. Yeah. Yes, Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. like that, or give me something completely different. Like give me like Oregon, Alaska. like or Alaska, like yeah. the, the coastal towns, right. or oh yeah, yeah. Wants to be or like the Florida Keys, which is a very specific, but something that's a part of like still connected to like mainstream. Yeah, I want to see uh, the all states. the. Party years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, all the parrot heads. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie parrot heads. Is what, what we all want. Can, it, can we see what happens at a Jimmy Buffett concert <laughs> when it breaks out? Uh, interesting enough, World Beyond out, takes place 10 years after the zombie outbreak. Yeah. Pretty much 10 years to the day. Yeah. Which I think at this point in the Walking Dead universe for the TV show is maybe two or three years after because there have been some time jumps. And The Walking Dead. Uh, I think where you finish off, though, it's about like seven or eight years uh, after you stopped watching The Walking Dead. That's right. Uh, they have, where our setting is, they have set up set or set up their life at this university. They've barricaded the entire thing. People live in all the buildings. I thought that was fairly clever because you have a campus, you have buildings, housing for everyone all set up. Uh, and usually equipment is going to be in college campuses as well, too, to do various things. Yeah, they've got uh, weapons set up. Yeah. It's all very 
Also, spoiler for The Walking Dead World Beyond. Nailed it. Uh, it's very secure. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, they've got a society that they've had for clearly close to a decade. Like yeah. They, they secured this thing pretty early on from, from what it looks like. And our main characters are Iris and Hope. Uh, they're two sisters. Uh, I believe Hope is adopted uh, between the two of them. Why do you say that, Alex? Uh, because Iris is black and Hope is not. Uh, I'm not sure what race she is, but I also remember reading an interview Racist. like that also explained it. They mention we see their parents in flashbacks mm-hmm. as well, too. Mom uh, and dad. Yeah. Um, but that's all we see. Their mom's dead. Their dad is still alive. Uh, their mom died on outbreak day, basically. What do they call? And they call zombies something else different. The Walking Dead, they call them walkers. This they call them empties, I believe. Yeah, empties, uh, which I enjoyed that. I didn't. Yeah. I don't have a yeah, problem with you yeah. changing the name of it. Yeah, I thought that You're was in a different place. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Uh, and there's also this organization that helps. I don't know what they do, but they run things basically. They, they help keep things safe, I guess, but we don't really know how or what they do. Yeah. But this woman flies in. Elizabeth is her name. And she's ahead of them, and they all have like uniforms. They have like cool weapons as well. Like they have like these guns that like pop out like giant razor blade type things, to, like decapitate stuff with. Yeah, they're kind of like double bayonets that are also will shock you. Yeah, and have gun features. And her guard that she came with, like she right with like basically like imperial soldiers from like Star Wars, basically. Yeah, but they were all, all black. black. Yeah. yeah, and you can't see like anything like. Any ounce of skin or anything like that at all. Let me all. just say, those outfits didn't look breathable, and it didn't exactly look cool outside. They no. need to treat their soldiers a little better. Yeah. Well, I'm disappointed because it took place in Nebraska, and no one was playing 311. You expect me to be in Nebraska, <laughs> and no one's playing 311? That took me out of the show immediately. Yeah, I don't know what the color of anybody's energy is yeah, in this show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but to kind of speed things along, Elizabeth is pro this group. Elizabeth, sorry. She is because she's ahead of it. Uh, <laughs> Hope is anti this group. Iris is pro this group. They, their dad is with them at an undisclosed location because we don't know where their headquarters are. Which I, I like the mystery stuff. The mystery element of like this group, really, I thought was interesting. There are parts of the show that I really enjoy. Yes. I will say. Uh, there are also parts that I absolutely hate. Okay. So what did you dislike about this show? Uh, well, uh, I think Hope is her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she makes a bunch of alcohol, apparently. Like yeah. a ton and ton yeah. of spirits, and then they're just confiscated from her. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening here? This isn't prohibition bullshit. Yeah, it, it was meant to like show the viewer that, like, obviously, like she's a rebel and she has some skills, but she's intelligent because it takes intelligence. Uh, this is, to a, this is a fascist place, and yeah. I'm not here for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is though. Uh, they also have a guardian named Felix, her dad put him in charge, who's also works for the organization. Uh, whose best friend is a woman named Hunt, who's also part of the organization as well, too. Who basically says things like, they call me Hunt. I don't really know why they call me Hunt. Yeah, she, if it sounds like she got inspiration for a character by watching Sling Blade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's like, if Sling Blade was kind of a badass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Sling Blade was a badass. <laughs> Sling Blade was such a badass. Yeah. Uh, all badasses have child, <laughs> have little boyfriends. <laughs> and that's boy space friends. I don't think I've ever been happier thinking about or watching this show than you calling her Sling Blade. Uh, <laughs> but that's exactly what yeah, she is. Yeah. She is kind of Sling Blady. Yeah, yeah she, she's very Sling Blady. Our references are timely. <laughs> yeah, we. That's know. a 1994 Billy Bob Thornton Oscar winning. 
Man, well, if that was 94, I'm very impressed with myself because I've also never seen Sling Blade out. <laughs> oh, my God. got to have some of that mustard and some of them French fried taters. Yeah. Okay. Also, I did a perfect Sling Blade impression. Don't look it up. That was actually not Matt. That was actually Billy Bob. Uh, he's just sitting here just drinking Jim Beam while he's waiting for us to finish. <laughs> he's uh, got a vial of blood around yeah. him. Hashtag Angela yeah. Jolie's. He's just complaining about how he was the runner-up to play Wonder Woman to Gal Gadot. And, oh, my God. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton came in second to play Wonder Woman. No way. No, it's 100% true. I believe it, it, It's on Snopes. Uh, <laughs> what? I trust that. What I like... I just didn't like, like, I liked Hope as a character. Hope was the most interesting out of the main characters, to me, anyways. Uh, Iris, I thought, was kind of annoying. They pick up these two other oh teenage kid so friends. Uh, Iris, I didn't like, just because she was just so optimistic and hopeful. And, like, I get they're trying to have a differing voice in this, and you can't have all characters be the same. But, like, to me, there's no optimism, like, in this world. Like, there's no hope. Yeah. And I, I need someone who's overly cheery. That's right, just... It just it just, yeah, <laughs> classic against my disposition. Uh, they pick up two friends. One kid that thinks that corduroy is the best armor you can have against zombies. Uh, and another kid who thinks that long hair makes him a metalhead, but really it's just a cover to show that he's terrified of killing zombies. Man, if there's anybody who's sling blade, it might be that kid. That kid might actually be Silas, sling yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Elton's the corduroy boy, uh, which is actually his nickname he gave himself. Corduroy uh, <laughs> boy. Uh, which he was like, call me the corduroy boy. I'm like, Silas, shut up. Like, we're, 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 we're trying to sleep right now. He's got his thumbs in his yeah. suspenders. So like, Silas, it's three o'clock in the morning. We've been trying to sleep. Shut up, Silas. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is that in the pilot, nothing happens. Until the very end. Uh, when the four the, the, uh, yeah. children yeah, go the, out on yeah. the world, and the, they're very optimistic the, about going out into the nightmarish yes, hellscape. The teens leave, world. Uh, and then for some reason, the reaction of the secret organization group is to murder everyone on campus. <laughs> oh yeah, so why did the children go out of the camp? To go find... Their dad. Their dad. The, uh, the girls are going to find their dad, yeah. who's been... Uh, whisked away yeah. in a I'm sure Disney style and we don't know why like he's like a or, scientist of some w- sort? yeah we don't know like what their ultimate goal is for this organization either uh, what if he just like makes really cool candles and I thought Felix, Felix our guardian is an interesting character because he's a little more complex and he layered is. and we see uh, that in episode 2 yeah and there is flashbacks of like him when he's a teenager and he's gay and his father finds out by looking at, like at, at a search history mm-hmm. his father's very cruel I thought those scenes, okay, one, the teenage Felix looked nothing like the adult Felix at all. Uh, I didn't have so much of a problem with it. And you I don't, can't get him 15 years ago. I don't like mine, like, the depth for that. Like, We're not but watching Boyhood, Alex. It's just... Hashtag Richard Linklater. Uh, Hashtag Dazed and Confused. But is what, that how you felt watching this? Yeah, 100%. I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is going to win an Oscar. I'm like, I don't even care. If it's, I don't care if it's a TV show. All uh, right, all right. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, legally, you have to say all three. <laughs> <laughs> and you su- you just summon him like he's the candy man. Yeah, if you don't say all right three times, Matthew McConaughey will That's show up Bloody and Mary. beat the shit out of yeah. you. Um, he's still nursing his wounds from the OU Texas game. <laughs> hey! Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so <laughs> all the Oklahoma fans. Or we should be. What? I don't know. It's And Felix's dad 
hates that he's gay, and so does his mom. And like we get like, but I felt like they spent way too much time on those flashbacks. This is ten episodes; it's two seasons. Like you, you can just let us know that like through through talking with Hunt. That Do we like, need seven cutbacks to him just banging on the door? I don't need any more flashbacks. Do you know what I need on this show? I need more zombie action. That's what I need. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to kind of maybe get it. Why did they walk into the Springfield Tire Fire is what I want to know. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit. Hey, you know, we can go slightly around this. No, or the Jack fact Gary that like, it's like, okay, oh, I know. So like, okay, I know it's... Unbearably smoky. You cannot even see anything beyond a foot in front of you. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to spend the night in the smoke because smoke inhalation is always great for your health and your lungs, and people never suffocate and die from smoke. My That's why, part, like, when there's a fire, they say keep all the smoke in as much as possible. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. My favorite part is that they didn't try and steal any cars on the entire walk there. Well, they don't have a driver's license yet. They they, they don't want to break the law. Yeah. <laughs> they just turned 16 and they don't have their license yet. They still got their driver's permit. Hope still has some very strong principles. <laughs> she respects the rules of the DMV. She does not respect the rule of the Bureau of Alco- the ATF. Yeah, there I was going to go. Here's my biggest issue is you know that you're going to be encountering these empties or zombies or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to call them. You know you're going to have to kill them. They're so averse Well, through an episode and three quarters to actually killing these things. Yes, and the fact that, like, even, like, Felix and Hunt, like, when they patrol the border, like, they spray paint them, which in a way is kind of clever. Like, oh, that way it makes them harder for them to blend in. We can see them from afar. But you're right there. Why not just kill them? One thing that I thought was interesting about the spray painting is we can clearly see that the zombies have the ability to track people. Uh, yes. And I did think, okay. I thought that was clever. What, what, what do you think was the coolest zombie moment? In the cool show. zombie moment yeah. uh, when they drop Big Mo, the bowling ball, onto a zombie's head from a treehouse. <laughs> and let me say, I, I do want to say something to the children's credit. I think that they are very clever. They stay in a treehouse. Yeah, to, I thought it was smart. Yeah, and then when they're hanging out and resting. They, they played are, Monopoly to ru- learn the brutal rule of capitalism. Yeah, they, they know all about yeah. capitalism and how hard life in society is. Um, not only that. I lost my train of thought entirely. <laughs> about, about how the kids were smart, about how they stayed in the treehouse. Oh, so, yeah, so when they're taking a break, they go into a caged uh, tennis court. Yeah. So uh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very intelligent with yes. their weapons that can pierce through. They're good scouts, terrible killers. I And I love the fact, the dichotomy uh, of Hunt, uh, a.k.a. Sling Blade, <laughs> and the uh, Master Chief, as I will call yeah. him. Yeah. Because he is the survival guide. I like that they just like stayed in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the bee zombie moment was really cool. Like they go up to the, the walker or the empty. They think cool. it's empty, and the, they hear like noise What's and it opens its mouth. Yeah, and then just a bunch of like bees like fly out. Uh, which they would appreciate that reference a lot more if they had been able to watch Arrested Development. So, but yeah. they're probably too young for it. I also don't like uh, ghouls or people's knees. <laughs> um. So, my question to you is, are you going to keep watching this? There's eight episodes left. Are you going to watch episode three, or are you done? I'll probably actually watch episode three, because I kind of want to see what happens. I'm a little invested. We had a little bit of a cliffhanger. It was kind of a shitty cliffhanger, obviously, but I'm I'm a little curious. Like I want, I want it to ramp up. And with only 20 episodes, 
that is not much. Of yeah, that's nice. The fact that it's only two seasons like give you more interesting. Like, oh, like th- this could go on forever. It's I don't know. Watching two hundred episodes of Rick just jerk off <laughs> and be a piece of shit. Uh, I'm kind of like I didn't. I kind of Rick I really sucks. I Rick really I, sucks. Well, he's dead. Okay. He's not. Yeah. He's got more movies coming. Yeah, but they're they place before he died. They're about his life as a police officer. They're when he was a young farmhand, and they're when he was a bootlegger's boy. You know what? I hope that we find out that Rick just one of the movies of is just Rick watching Pineapple Express in the theaters. I just hope Rick is super racist, and we can. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be so weird? Like we saw his path, and he's just a terrible, terrible person. Oh my god! Uh, I, I'm like I can't say I really enjoyed this, but like the fact that it's only two seasons. Like, makes me want to watch it more because, like, I feel like it makes the potential for the stakes higher. Like, I feel like any of these characters could die at any moment. Uh, the fact that it's only two seasons. I thought the, I will say that I think the writing is really smart. It's Robert Kirkman. Like, he's not going to write a stupid story. I and mean, this show is run by Scott Gimple, who did, I want to say that he did quite a few seasons on The Walking Dead and did a few seasons on Fear of the Walking Dead. So he is like AMC's like go-to guy for the Walking Dead world right now. I think he, there's a great premise here. They've got an end goal in mind. They want to get to their death yeah. in New York. We've got a directive. We're established the directive. We established who these characters and these people are. We're going to get to know them more over the two seasons. Leave it at these six. Do I you- don't want more and more and more. You've got, I'd be I okay. Guess, seven with the villain. Bring two to three more in tops. I'd be okay if more come, but only because others die. You know? Uh, I mean, I don't want a situation again like where we're dealing with this farm bullshit and now there's <laughs> eight new people and I gotta try and remember who they are and they're gonna <laughs> fucking die halfway through. I, mean, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Three to four more max. What I actually hope for this but yeah, is that... if people die. And, and they it, will. And encourages walk Robert Kirkman to write more stories in the Walking Dead world. Like, he's done with Rick's camp and everyone there, but now he writes a story that takes place in Quebec. You know, just just anything else. Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with, like, 12 or 24 issues set with a whole new cast of characters in, like, this world. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. Yeah. So what would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? I think it's a 6. Like, it's got, it's got a chance uh, to be something... Actually, I think it's got a chance to be something really good. And to be a really complete, fun story that isn't overdone and isn't, like, just beat to death of the same old bullshit that you've been doing for 12 fucking seasons. Make a complete story with it. I think that's what the zombie television series have been missing, is there's not just a complete... Yeah, there's no endgame. There's no endgame. And you know what? Maybe you bring in the... You know, the cure in this. And then now there's hope for the rest of the Walking Dead universes. Do these characters in yeah, yeah. spinoff 3, 4, and 5 get to that time frame? I, I'm going to rate this a 5. Uh, mostly because like, I like one and a half characters in the show. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like the villain. The, 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 that to me is like, I, I like the mystery of like who this organization is and like what they do and why they're doing it like more than anything. And why do they have like a dress code? That's weird. <laughs> Even though it's on the apocalypse, they're still instituting dress codes. casual Friday? Yeah. <laughs> These are the things we need to know. <laughs> they're like, guys, I know supplies are limited, but I need you to go on a, a on a run right now. Like, okay, we need food, medicine? No. I need you to find 20 leather patches and 40 <laughs> leather scraps and then some black dye so I can get the three-circle <laughs> stitched on right here. I know it's a walker-infested, but we all have to look the same. If it's not a chenille patch... 
I send it back. Do you think this organization has like an HR? <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, no, that's a real shame. Uh, but anyways, next week we're going to be dipping back into the DC animated film universe. We're talking about Superman Red Sun and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Yeah, and if you know me, I have a massive affinity for all animated movies in the DC world. I don't think I've ever rated one under uh, the score of zero before, so we'll see. Yeah, you will love them both because you love Mark Millar uh, and you love Mark Millar. Uh, What does he have to do with this? He wrote Superman Red Sun. I mean, initially, but I also loved Alan Moore's Killing Joke, and then we saw what the fuck. <laughs> That's true. That. I got an email from like Netflix today. It's like we just had a movie you might enjoy. It was like Batman the Killing Joke, and I was like, well, no, no, thank you. Uh, oh, there's a trailer for a movie written by Alan Moore uh, that came out near Comic Con. Yeah, and Alan Moore also said that he thought that the world's infantilized for having all yes. these Marvel movies. <laughs> Alan Moore is someone that I love his writing, and also hate when he talks. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Sh- quiet. Boy. Anyways. For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, you can always find us on... Oh Twitter. my god, yeah. you're a fucking yeah. mess, dude. I am. You're a fucking mess. Keep going. Okay, you find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever books are sold, uh, coming to you live uh, from Radio City. Uh, this has been the Henchman of Comics. Henchman ain't easy.